Welcome back to another episode on Platicando con Pati podcast. My name is Patty Grow, business and mindset coach, PhD student, and mom. Hey guys, welcome back to Platicando con Pati. Hopefully, you guys are having a great morning this is coming to you guys on a friday morning so hopefully it's been a great week and you have a great start to your friday happy to have you guys back and if you guys aren't aware or you're new here on the podcast welcome i create weekly episodes on this podcast showcasing my experiences as a mom as a graduate student currently pursuing my phd and also as a business owner so sometimes we'll have topics on any of those identity roles or sometimes we'll just have you know girl talk and today's episode we'll talk a little bit more on the academic side and a little bit about what I learned my first year of my PhD and kind of what I wish I would have known or, you know, just like lessons learned on that. And hopefully me sharing these experiences can help you um, for those of you who are thinking of pursuing a PhD or you're currently in your PhD and you need some advice. As always, we'll go ahead and get started on updates and kind of what I've been doing this past week weeks just go by so fast sometimes I'm like what did I do this past week and I think for first off we are completing some data collections on one of my studies and we are then moving into uh, well actually two studies we're completing the data collection of it and just you know progressing on the other ones again I also have schoolwork so I have homework and papers that need to be completed so been actively uh, working on that and also I am opening a spot, another spot for my coaching business. So if you've been thinking about working with me, you need help on the mindset, mindset work. And specifically, if you relate to any of my identities, I think some people, they want a Latina coach or they want to focus on shifting their careers, maybe starting a business or maybe not starting a business, but they just need help with career choices and feeling like you're not you know, competent or you feel like you can't get to your goal. And I help women with that. So if you are interested and you've been wanting to work with me, I'll leave everything in the information um, of this podcast. So that way you can go there. But in case you're lost and you also don't know where to go, um, you can go to my Instagram at that the Patty Guerrero or you can go to my website at um pattyguerrero.com. And all the information is on there too about how to book a consultation call with me and things like that so that's kind of what I've been up to just struggling along um we literally have two months left of or we're already in October yeah of this year and it's crazy the accomplishments that you look at in the past and just like things that you learn and hopefully you can change for the for the future and that's what this podcast today is going to be about is talking about how my first year at PhD went so let's get started on that so if you don't follow me on Instagram, I recently shared um, three things I learned uh, my first year of my PhD, and I wanted to just talk a little bit more in depth of those three things um, for today's episode. Just kind of like a short, quick, simple one. Of course, there's many things I can talk about, right? It was a whole year of an experience, so 
there's a lot of highs and there was a lot of lows and lessons learned, things I did, things I maybe should have done but didn't do. So we'll go ahead and start with the first one and go into kind of detail about what I meant with that. Since, of course, there's only specific, like, text I can put on Instagram. So we go more in detail here on the podcast. But the first one is you shouldn't compare yourself. Whether someone else is working on less or more projects or doing better in the classroom, the more you focus on comparing, the less you focus on your own journey. And what I mean by that is it's so hard to stay in your own lane and not compare yourself, right? You sometimes, and this this is so relatable to you if you are not in a PhD program, but you're thinking of not even that it's if you're not in a phd program but you are at work and you compare yourself because sometimes you might want a job and you feel like well i know this person that got the job and then you talk to them and they're like yeah well i had like x y and z experience um i have so and so degree and then you start really like questioning yourself because you compare their path their trajectory to yours and you assume uh i'm not gonna get like an interview i'm not gonna get this job and then you just spiral from there it's the same thing in the phd program i think this past year where i wasn't necessarily so focused on other people but i was like should i be doing more than what i'm doing and it's hard because like I've talked to you guys, I struggle with asking for help. So I didn't, I had a hard time finding like my niche, like who I was going to work with, who was going to be a part of my support group, who I could trust and collaborate with and learn from them, but also not be a burden because I don't want to be that. I want to be helpful and provide insights as well to them. So it's like, I didn't want it to be a one-way relationship where I just felt like they were giving to me and I wasn't giving to them. I want to be able to give um, because I feel like it's a mutual relationship, right? It's not just give me all the information that you have and that's it. As a PhD student, I really wanted to be able to help in any way I could and gain information from them and like soaking up all the knowledge. So that's like a specific thing that I struggled with. And the one thing that I do want to tell you is like stay in your lane. It's the same thing that I tell my clients too, like when this whole mindset shift where you start focusing on the things that you can do, the things that you can control, it's a game changer. I can't control what the hiring people are going to think, but I can control what I'm going to do. And I know that like at the minimum, I should have like some research experience, right? So I can't just sit like, you know, on a chair and wait for research projects to come to me. Like I have to go actively and seek help um maybe one person isn't gonna work out but i can then go to the next and that's what my whole um point across is if you are currently in a phd program i don't want you to feel like the first semester right away you have to do something but at least like for me i started doing something more in the second semester where sometimes it depends where you kind of start sometimes you have like identity crisis like who am i am i doing this right like what because it's a whole different shift from being in the corporate world and my main advice to you is find your people talk to professors go meet them and identify who can be the people that you could potentially work with and focus on that 
the people that you start with a cohort try to build a a really genuine um, relationship with them where you both support each other versus feeling like it's a competition because it's not and as soon as you feel like it is a competition you might want to have a conversation with them and and express um, the way that they're coming across right I definitely have a really great relationship with my cohort and I'm super thankful for them and we're very open and we're very like honest and real so it's not a competition it's we really push each other to accomplish our own needs, right? All three of us have different needs and wants. Um, some of us can handle a little bit more projects than others. Some of us want a little bit more balance, etc. So once we're, we like understand each other's goals and be able to support each other, that's the most important thing versus comparing and feeling like you're not doing enough because there's specific reasons of why you might not want to be doing so many projects. So just a reminder to stay in your own lane and focus on yourself so that way you're not worrying about anyone else's journey but your own. The second tip that I have is, or, you know, advice, (laughs) is everyone has their own unique timeline. Whether it may take you longer to get started or finish or on something, remember that you're on your own path. So this is very similar to the first one, but the timeline is hard. I think we all struggle with this in our own ways. I mean, there's anything from traditional gender norms, right? Like, as a woman, by now, you should have already had a children, especially Hispanic and Latina women. We sometimes get pressured by people around us. Like, when are you going to think about having kids? Why don't you have kids already? X, Y, and Z. I'm thankful I didn't have, like, pressuring parents on that point. Um, but I do know that some people do face that and it's very difficult to navigate, but my main advice on when it comes to your timeline is do what works best for you. Like for example, some people can take five years to get their PhD or six years and that's what works for you. Like there's specific things that are going to work for me and hopefully they like work out, but I don't want to like not have a full-time academic position like five years from now like it's four years and for me that's like as much as I can do because I did do my master's and I feel like it's like a lot of school and like a lot of those things and I kind of just want to be able to be proactive about my dissertation phase and finish it the best I can as possible so then like I don't have to worry about being here any longer and stuff like that but everyone's journey is different. Some people are actively working on so many projects that then they can't finish their dissertation. So they say another year or they haven't proposed yet. There's all these situations. But I think from the very beginning, you want to be aware of what your timeline can look like because there's certain things that you can do early on early on to prevent you from staying longer. Or there's certain things that you might like miss out on because you didn't do earlier and then like you not suffering for it later but does that make sense I just it's the same thing I think when it comes to going to college and you maybe like you don't know your major but you take a little bit longer at the end of the day you come out with like the major that you wanted to but maybe it took a little bit longer because again I'm a big advocate like I think sometimes pressuring 18 year olds to figure out what their major is is very very hard like you don't know because you might have like not even been in that 
type of field so you have no idea if it's even something that you really want to do long term so it's very very hard but stay to your timeline in the sense that identify what what works best for you and don't get so caught up on someone else's journey like oh wow they took like seven years and this is what they did for or you know sometimes people have children and they want to take longer so that way they don't feel like they're being like push so heavily there's all these different situations but i think at the end of the day just stick to your own timeline and identify what that's going to look like for you if you want to take it a little bit slower a little bit faster and of course there's pros and cons on both situations but just it's important to know what your angle is because like i had a professor that did tell us in the first semester just that you literally only have like three years because by the third summer yeah you're going into wait yeah the third summer you're going into your job talk I think that's what it was right because I just finished my first year that was my first summer I'm going into my second year that's my dissertation I'm going into my third year and that's my dissertation proposal I think and then I'm going into my fourth year. Yeah, because during my third year, I'm probably meeting people at conferences. And then my fourth year, I'm actually applying. I think that's kind of what he said. So it's just important to be aware of your timeline. Um, again, I'm very, a big advocate that things change. So it's okay if sometimes you wanted something and it, it's not that way anymore. Um, and that's why I say like the whole comparison thing. Don't compare yourself or beat yourself up because you decided to change something in your plan. The third um, tip, advice, (laughs) or looking back, what I wish I would have known, is ask for help. Let go of your fear and go meet students, faculty, and staff to build relationships that can provide potential opportunities in the future. It is so hard for me to digest this one. I think it comes from being a first gen. It comes from being the first in my family to pursue a college degree and being... La primera mujer to do so, so it's it's hard. I I don't like asking for help, and I always feel like I'm sort of like a burden on people, and I don't I don't want that. I I I just struggle because I feel like people are busy, they're doing their own thing, and I don't want to bug them because that's just you know I've talked about a lot on this podcast about that, but without di Progressing too much my main point is you have to be comfortable with making these connections right like we have to network with each other so then people know who you are and it provides potential opportunities for different things for you to collaborate on a conference um, that they're going to present to for you to jump on a research project with them and then maybe it gets published or for you to know people at different institutions and when there's a job opening they can like say good word um, from you because they know who you are and this isn't just necessarily with the people that are at your institution but other locations too and I understand that like sometimes you're shy <laughs> sometimes you don't know how to do that but We have to understand that we can't sit there and expect things to come to us all the time. Like You have to be willing, if this is what you want, if you want to be in academia, if you want to be a professor, or if you want to, if you want just a specific job, be comfortable 
communicating with others, networking with others, and building this um, collaboration with them. So they're able to kind of say a good word, good word with you. And I think this is something that is important, even if you're thinking of, of having a of applying to a PhD program, because then you have people who can be used as your references. But if you've always been the shy person and you don't talk to anyone, how can anyone know how to vouch for you or say about you because they don't know you, right? So I think this isn't a place for us to be more reserved because then we don't get everything we want out of the program. Like you get what you put in for into it. And I think it's the same thing when you are starting your business. It's the same thing when you're in your career. Um, when you put more effort into it, you get more out of it. When you care more about it, um, people notice that too. So I think it's just important to to be aware that people want to help you. And if you're a Latina, if you are um, aspiring to be in education, um, talk to people, communicate, and don't be shy because we deserve to be heard, right? Like our voices deserve to make an impact for us to be in front of the classroom and be representative. So with that, it comes our responsibility to of doing something about it and, you know, vouching for us ourselves as well. So that's kind of um, the tips I had for you guys today. Um, to recap, again, don't compare yourself. Be okay with what your timeline will look like. And lastly, build the courage to ask for help. Your future self will thank you. There are so many other things I think I could touch on and like wish I w- what I wish I would have known. But overall, I think it's it's a good experience that it's separate from all my other experiences because it challenges me in different ways. Like when it came to my tech career, I had to learn a system and then I would get quizzed on it or tested on it and I you know got my um what's it called certificate and I was working in the system I was getting better on it I was very very confident and I knew what I was doing in academia I've always felt like I never belonged and because I feel like I don't belong then it it makes me doubt myself a lot more and I don't feel like I'm doing a good job on testing on homework and stuff like that and that's just the thoughts that I tell myself the moment like I started working with one of my coaches and I realized, no, like I belong here. I'm going to make an impact and I'm going to do things. And my whole like life just shifted. This this entire year, like two, 2022, not 2021 because that's when I started the program, but 2022, I've seen like a huge shift in myself in the amount of projects I'm working on now, the collaborations I have, the people I've met the involvement I've had in this academic community and how the whole helping women by coaching them and being also coached has transformed the things that I do in in this um, essence, like being in academia. So it's it's honestly a mind shift. And I think we have to start thinking that we don't belong, that we don't have space at the table for us and we have to like push people to the side and make space for ourselves and like once you start thinking that way and coming in like that um you can do i must say you can do damage and you can make such a big impact so i want to kind of end that today and just let you guys know that my dms are always open in case you have any questions i know this is sometimes some 
like something that you potentially see yourself or you don't understand what a phd is like so do you just go get like it's kind of it's like a master's and it's like it's not like a master's it's way different but if you have any questions feel free to go to my instagram and let me know um on there it's probably the easiest you can find me um at the patty guerrero and if yeah if you have any questions regarding the program application process or any other types of podcast episodes that you like for me to do let me know i know some of you are not in business or maybe some of you are it's hard finding this community because there's not a lot of latinas in business but for those of you who are shout out to you um we're making an impact and we're doing the thing so that's what i had for you guys for today so that's pretty much it i lastly want to tell you guys to not forget to share this episode with your family your friends your co-workers your neighbors y todos and leave a review if you enjoyed it muchas gracias and see you next time on platicando con Patty.